do you view your own success? Are you leading with compassion or are you considered ruthless? There is plenty of room for both types of leaders, but the best way to lead successfully is to balance boldness and integrity, using kindness and compassion to earn respect. Combine this with a go-getter, visionary, and aggressive drive to stay competitive. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks. We'll use the ideas heard today and in this series to help you use every advantage to achieve the best end result. Now, here's your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and I am delighted that you've decided to join us today. You are in for a treat. What we have today is an expert in not only the tech field, but the human potential field. She is making great changes in the world of tech. So let me introduce you to Jenny Von Poldweils. Now, Jenny is the co-founder and managing director of Leapsum. And Leapsum is just this amazing company that supports fast-growing companies like Spotify, like Trivago, and, and Babbel. I mean, those are some great names. And what they help them do is build high-performing teams with a continuous performance management and employee engagement software. So what I really want to say is Jenny and her team has cracked the code with getting the system of software to connect with the human potential where people have greater satisfaction, not only in their job, but can create more, be more, and achieve their goals within their workspace. Now, she is an alumni of the University of St. Gallen, University of Oxford, and a fellow of Singularity University. Now, She has a great background with experience where she's led teams not only in business development, but also corporate development and digital transformation roles in the media and tech companies. Now, she has deep knowledge in the field of learning and people enablement for the future of work. And here's an exciting piece about Jenny. She was recently named one of 44 women to watch in Germany's tech industry. Jenny, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So, Leapsum isn't necessarily the name that that tells us exactly what your company does by the name only. Can you give us an idea when... um, when you got started with Leapsum, what was the catalyst that really helped you and your partners launch Leapsum? What was the call for you to get into this field? Yes, well, that's uh, the story how it all started. So both my uh, co-founder and me worked in fast-growing and also fast-changing technology media companies beforehand. And there was this recurring pattern we witnessed um, of sort of three things that kept going wrong in these companies um, during times of growth or also during times of transformation. The first challenge we always sort of experienced was companies had a really hard time to maintain alignment. And what do I mean by alignment? Um, basically, is there clarity as to what we want to achieve together and what every team, every individual is accountable for? And how well we're actually doing and progressing towards this sort of like joint mission, vision, and goals. That alignment piece often fell apart um, during phases of change or, or growth. Second 
piece or pattern we witnessed that often went wrong in companies was um, the speed of learning. So do we actually know what we do well, what our strengths are individually, or also here's what the strengths are of people we manage? Because ultimately that actually drives um, speed of learning and um, um, sort of also like the speed of the business success of the company ultimately. So helping um, us as team leaders back then, but also as individuals to understand our strengths and our learning wasn't necessarily something that was catered to well in these companies. The third element um, or pattern we saw across companies was there was often a misunderstanding as to what the core pain points among the workforce were. So having a more data-driven approach to managing organizational health, organizational culture was often also a piece that was missing. So with Leapton, we actually um, went out to address these sort of three fundamental drivers of people enablement of ultimately business success to help companies build alignment, help companies to develop employees, um, ultimately enable performance, but also making sure that companies tackle the engagement piece and have a very data-driven information as to where the organizational health stands. Right. Okay. So what what I'm hearing you say is these three, they're very much a common thread, the alignment and the, the strengths piece, really uh, cultivating and pulling out the strengths piece, and then using the data to, to find those pain points and what's missing in a company. I know when we go out with Clemmer leadership and do our training, one of the things that happens is all of a sudden strengths show up in a team member that management or leadership wasn't even aware of because they didn't have an opportunity to shine in that area. So in in your software in the performance management area, you're saying it's designed to pull out those strengths and maybe reallocate where people would play best. Absolutely correct. And um, that's, that's definitely something, something we see or we support managers in is to not only understand their own strengths, strength profiles more sort of thoroughly, but to actually also help them to um, understand them across their team or also for the entire sort of like company executive team to understand the strength profile of an entire organization. Mm-hmm. Um, with competency data, et cetera, to actually have actionable data to, to improve on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So why do you think, because this, this you found the commonality um, pretty much across the board, why do you think these three areas were showing up within the small and medium-sized clientele that, that you will engage with? What what's happening within the, the culture of an organization where they're, they're missing these three, what seem to be obvious pieces, but clearly when you're in the, the weeds, they're not obvious to, uh, to a team. Mm. No, I mean, um, that's absolutely correct. And I, I think, first of all, um, I think oftentimes we are aware of them. And I think ultimately these are the three big sort of like drivers of business success because a company can, company can always only be as successful as its people. And however, um, even if there's an understanding that we need to tackle these uh, three sort of challenges, oftentimes it's hard for companies to do that in a consistent way. So what that's actually also why we're a software company because one piece of that equation of actually getting these things right is to have very strong mechanisms, very strong structures and processes, and at an individual level, actually strong habits 
that helps you get the alignment piece right, get the learning piece right, get the engagement piece right on a daily, weekly, on an ongoing basis. So ultimately what we do is to help companies build these very effective processes, but then also to stick to them, to nudge people to um, update their the objectives they work on, to actually have good one-on-ones um, between managers and employees, to regularly check on a goal up, uh, updates, to check on learning objectives, to be aware of strengths across your team when you're attributing ownership in your team. So it's really helping mm-hmm. individuals, teams, and companies to really have this really stuff like thorough and effective habits and structures. I hear you. I hear you. So I'm going to ask the obvious question. It's that big elephant sitting in the middle of the room. Um, Why would a company even care about this? In other words, um, a team member has their job description, their marching orders, go and get it done. I I know with us um, in the training we develop, we shift and help the shift, the transformation of compliance mindset to a very committed mindset, and it impacts the end results. So the question to you would be, why would management, why would leadership even care about this? What's in mm-hmm. it for them? Mm-hmm. What's in it for the team member? Yeah. I think it links to sort of what we previously discussed. I think ultimately this drives business success, right? It's mission critical that your team knows what are we trying to achieve as a company and what is my part, my role, my accountability in it. And generally, mm-hmm. I think we're, we're living in a, in a more complex um, environment or we're operating in a more complex environment where we see more and more ownership distributed at, a, at an individual level just because we need to be faster in the way we execute and the way we take decisions. So if I want my employees to take the smartest decentral decisions, um, I need to give them a certain level of understanding as to what are we trying to achieve, what's the bigger picture. That's why the alignment piece, by clarifying possibly not only individual, but team and company goals, making them fairly transparent, helps individuals take smarter decisions at the individual level. Again, then the next part, um, if if, if I have clarity um, as to um, what my strengths and my blind spots are, I can uh, very likely also in a more effective way tackle um, the things I own. I know where to get help because it's not my strong suit. I know what um, I, I where where I should take responsibility within the team because it is my strong suit. And ultimately, um, these are sort of two things that are so tightly uh, intertwined and ultimately drive the success. And then also the leadership. Um, I want to make sure that I have the um, sort of environment or the, the context within the company for people to be successful in achieving their objectives, our business objectives. And that's why I'm, as, a, as, a, as a leader, for example, also in our company, it's so important for us, for example, in the current times of the COVID crisis, to know what's going on in the company, what's keeping people from being successful in the remote work setups. Because I also believe and want to get these hurdles, these challenges out of the employees' ways for them to be successful and, and um, actually reach their objectives and thereby actually improving our business success. Right. I I can see, too, where your structure, your system can be of such support to a fast-growing company, where it's not the system uh, of what you do isn't their area of expertise. They're growing like crazy, and you're able to come in and 
provide the management processes to help the fast-growing companies maintain their culture? And how do you do that so they can still scale their business? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say for, actually, I think there's, there's two pieces to equation. So a very significant part of our customers is fast-growing tech companies. And um, for them, they, they have the challenge of basically building the rocket ship while they're already flying at full speed on. So um, we make it much easier for them to get started um, with um, a very flexible software, but also best practices. So we never just we're just deliver sort of like empty software. There's also like best practices. How do you how do you build the alignment, the strength oriented learning and development piece, the engagement piece? Um, there is um, templates, best practices, development industrial and organization psychologists that we work with. So there's a really good blueprint to get started. That's that I would say it's not necessarily just important for fast-growing technology companies, but we also see and we have customers um, that are more traditional business undergoing transformation. And also mm. for those um, companies, it's so important to cope with never fast-changing work environment, to cope with um, new employee groups. So um, according, I think there's numbers by McKinsey that say that 75% of the workforce will be millennials by 2025. That's within five years. So it's like very, very sort of strong changes that we also see in the workforce we operate uh, with within companies. So it's um, Excellent. sort of helping companies scale, but also actually helping them to prepare for changing workforce and a changing um, environment they operate in. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we are heading into our first break. If we've piqued your curiosity, I'd invite you to go out to leapsome.com, and that's spelled L-E-A-P-S-O-M-E.com, where you'll see on their website they offer a demo of their software as well as a free trial. And then there's also a beautiful document on how to really navigate um, the remote aspect of working during this COVID-19 crisis. You've been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Stay tuned for more. Leadership development isn't limited to people in the executive suites or corporate boardrooms. Employees throughout a company recognize their role in fulfilling the company's mission. Effective leadership is a quality that must be shared by employees from the top down. Clemmer & Associates Corporate Mastery Workshop focuses on key topics to equip each student's development into a highly productive and ethical leader. For more information, visit Clemmer.com. That's K-L-E-M-M-E-R.com. Kathy Fairbanks is available to speak for your event or organization. Kathy is the Director of Client Solutions for Clemmer & Associates Leadership Seminars. Kathy and her corporate team provides experiential training introductions to clients worldwide in order to support them in achieving their desired goals. Put Kathy Fairbanks to work for you. Call 800-577-5447 or send an email to Kathy at clemmer.com. The next step for growth is yours. Call 800-577-5447 or email Kathy at klemmer.com. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and we are working with expert today, Jenny Von, I'm sorry, Jenny Von Poldwells. And Jenny is the co-managing director, co-founder and managing director of a software company called Leapsum. And they have done something, I think, very unique in this world. And they've married that up with human potential and really put together a product that goes well beyond performance management systems. And so, Jenny, what I'd love to hear from you, I don't want to assume that everybody knows what performance management systems look like. They may just think it stops at an annual review. And that's not really what we're talking about here. We're talking about that and so much more. So would you unpackage a little bit for the audience what some of the products are that you offer and why it's important for the clientele to put that in their repertoire of growing their human potential? Very happy to do that. Um, And I think maybe the most um, effective way to think about it is to think about um, a year in an employee's sort of like journey. So let's imagine we're at the beginning of a year and um, at the beginning of the year what generally happens is the company or the management board sets a certain strategy for the next year, the next couple of years. So in our experience, what's most effective is apart from setting like a high-level strategy for your company, to also break that down and what ultimately that means for every department, for every team, and possibly even for every individual to um, contribute to actually help turn that strategy or that plan into a reality. So setting, for example, quarterly goals at an individual team, a department, and a company level can be very effective to have sort of like that guideline on what do we need to focus on, what do we need to prioritize, what do we need to tackle in the next quarter. And what we see that happen is once we've defined certain objectives, we need to not just define them, but we actually need to push through on them. So we actually support not just the goal setting piece, but the platform nudges the employee to regularly check in on the objectives, to collaborate on that objectives, to share feedback, to always be up to date as to where the progress to these objectives or initiatives stand. Usually that's often, for example, supported by regular one-on-one meetings between managers and employees where managers check in, obviously, also on the well-being of the employee and the roadblocks, but also on on the the full success of how the manager can possibly support the employee to move these individual objectives forward. So that would be a piece of goal setting, um, like following up with goals, but then also regularly uh, one-on-one. Apart from having like quarterly goal setting cadence and the one-on-one. The next piece I'd love to go into is how do we then tackle development and, and the performance? How does that sound to you? Should I go into that piece as well to make it more tangible? Sure, please. Perfect. So apart from sort of that um, goal setting and one-on-one task, um, another element to complement that with is what we see very effective as biannual um, reviews. And most companies nowadays, because we work in these more complex work environments, include um, some form of 360 feedback in that. 
So mm-hmm. apart from the goals that I've started reviewed on a quarterly basis, by annually, I might be running a 360 for every member of my team. And obviously, also myself as the manager or the leadership board, we have good role models. And in this um, in this review, I might look forward to um, to check and how how we align there. But I would also look at how how um, the different people actually perform our assessments on competencies on potential, so have an understanding where this person stands on their strengths on their competencies, and what might be development goals that we can derive from the report of the basic. There's also like a conversation or reflective space where we look at this as development potential. We might actually define um, development objectives at the end of our biannual feedback. But it doesn't end there. So regularly what we see is that the one-on-ones are also very effective case to go into giving feedback. I directly, so as a manager in every one of my one-on-ones, I always ask my employees feedback. What can I do better? What should I keep doing? What should I change doing? So apart from having a structured review, it's effective to also have sort of like instant feedback and an ongoing feedback and just leaps down where not that through the one-on-ones, but also through um, uh, an instant feedback feature that reminds people to request feedback, to share feedback, and also share praise. And our customers love praise feature. So you can share praise to anyone who is within the team or to certain team and link that to your company values. Badges, and then you mm-hmm. can have that publicly available, like in a screen in your office or your office's kitchen, or for those working with certain chats like Slack, you have it popping up and then Slack. So you pull together more structured, thorough reviews with very sort of continuous instant feedback. And we see some mm-hmm. customers even trying to go all the way to continue. I think to some extent, valuable to all every once in a while take a more holistic view to at least have the conversation where we look at all the base of hand develops um, or define developed objectives. That's sort of the, the, the other big piece. And in addition to that, what we see the best companies doing is to also run quarterly or maybe monthly employee survey. So mm. very good understanding how this sentiment in the company changes over time. What are people concerned about? What are they particularly delighted about? So based on these so engaged surveys or post surveys, you running their own surveys, you also get a really good understanding for what works well and what you need to change to sort of like make sure we have context, the environment for people to be successful. So we support these goal setting efforts, the one on one, the structured feedback, the instant feedback, the sharing of praise all the way to the pulse surveys and the engagement surveys. And then a final element we would tackle is make sure personalized learning takes place. So whenever we have, for example, like we onboard new colleagues or we have a product update and we transfer part of the company on, on the changes in our product, if new managers assuming a like a different leadership role, we can also support with the learning part of the platform these user groups, these supply groups, to follow through learning class and make mm-hmm. sure that they can also obtain certain knowledge, certain learnings in a very structured way. I hope that makes it more tangible. It does, yeah. Um, 
One of the questions that pops in my mind is the word resistance. So, um, you, it's, it seems to be human nature to resist change um, automatically. Not everyone does this. Um, and change can be resistance to feedback, resistance to a new system. How do you tackle and do you experience resistance within team members or even some of the management in terms of, oh, here's one more thing we have to do, one more task to check off our list? How do you support buy-in because in the workforce, we're talking, you know, from millennials through baby boomers and everything in between, where do you get buy-in that this doesn't just become a task to check off the list and break down the resistance to the entire scope of Leapsum? That's a great question, and there's a couple of things that are important. So the first one is must be really, really easy to use. Um, so it's delightful and not um, an additional work or a hassle. And from the feedback we get from our customers, like it's very, very easy to use. Like I don't need to be trained on it, um, and there's not like and no entry of barriers. And no barriers to entry. For example, I can log in with my Google and my or my Microsoft account, link with my team chats if I'm using Slack or similar systems. And this sort of ease of use is the first really important thing to get right. And that's something where like a leap can support you. In addition to making it very easy to use the system, obviously it needs to also be clear how it generates value for you to use the system. And um, that is something that also must be clarified for all the difference of like rules within the company. So for HR, it's like it basically gets rid of a lot of manual work. Leapsum um, can be integrated with the existing HR system. You set up a review goal cycle, and then the, the platform is automating that process and doing all the heavy lifting for you. Then, as an individual contributor, um, there's a lot of features are optimized in a way that gives you ownership for your own development, your progress over time, you have clarity on your objectives, the expectations. So highlighting value um, and clarifying this value inside the platform also with the initial communication is something that's very powerful. And then for managers in particular, which are such an important sort of like group within the, the company, obviously, um, there is certain features that support them to have a really good understanding of the strengths profile and the development of the strengths among their team. And then it's important to also, like, in the beginning, like, pitch them, show to them, like, what's the value for you of using the system to become better managers? And ultimately, like, data shows um, that giving accurate feedback significantly boosts performance, 40-50%, there's different estimates. So, helping managers to first understand this data point, but then actually to see them in action. So um, seeing like how, if I give feedback to an individual, how that ultimately really um, improves the quality of their work, the engagement, the motivation they come to work with is really, really powerful as the experience. So it's a matter of, of explaining the value, but then, the platform actually delivers this value, this powerful experience of this really helps me as an individual contributor, as a manager, as an HR business partner, is something that, that really obviously then builds excitement. And 
to your part of millennials versus baby boomers, we cater with resources to different groups of millennials. They often just want to get started. So there's some enough guidance that they usually just, you know, figure it out and it's very easy to figure out. For baby boomers, we've created resources, video tutorials to help people to get started in their speed and their desire for like way. So it's just important to have these resources available for different 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 groups really. And ultimately role models are important. Um, so as a as a as leadership I, I I have to sort of like also make sure that I um, actually am also engaged. Um, I'm I'm supporting um, the rollout with with um, communicating uh, the value was showing that I'm also like bought into this and the usability, the individual value experience and the role models, having the right resources that really um, overcomes resistance and generates excitement. Right. Well, it's it's really amazing because one of the one of the key drivers that we find is if a team member feels heard then they don't necessarily even have to, someone doesn't necessarily even have to agree with them. But if they feel heard, it accelerates their job satisfaction. You know, almost that agree to disagree or, hey, you took my idea and ran with it. But feeling heard is such a key driver. And from what I'm hearing you say, there are multiple avenues within the core uh, software of Leapsum that will allow for that feedback, that one-on-one, that personalized um, learning aspect can make all the difference in the world. So um, we are actually at break number two. So I'm going to give the audience an opportunity um, to make sure they go and check out your demo at leapsome.com and that's L-E-A-P-S-O-M-E.com or sign up for your free trial. And then if you're in need of some COVID-19 direction in terms of uh, teams working remotely these days, there's a beautiful paper on that as well. And when we come back, one of the areas I want to talk about is how, because this falls in the human resources bucket, typically once the launch is ready to, to get some, some juice going, it's going to fall in the, the Department of Human Resources. So I want to talk about um, how you support the first time out for a human resources director. All right. You have been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Stay tuned for our next segment. Leadership development isn't limited to people in the executive suites or corporate boardrooms. Employees throughout a company recognize their role in fulfilling the company's mission. Effective leadership is a quality that must be shared by employees from the top down. Clemmer & Associates Corporate Mastery Workshop focuses on key topics to equip each student's development into a highly productive and ethical leader. For more information, visit Clemmer.com. That's K-L-E-M-M-E-R.com. 
Kathy Fairbanks is available to speak for your event or organization. Kathy is the Director of Client Solutions for Clemmer & Associates Leadership Seminars. Kathy and her corporate team provides experiential training introductions to clients worldwide in order to support them in achieving their desired goals. Put Kathy Fairbanks to work for you. Call 800-577-5447 or send an email to Kathy at clemmer.com. The next step for growth is yours. Call 800-577-5447 or email Kathy at klemmer.com. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks. We are with guest expert from Leapsum, and that's Jenny Von Podeveres. And Jenny's been sharing with us how technology has really transformed the aspect of that annual review. It's so much more than that when it comes to full team engagement. And Leapsum has developed a tool for companies that are really about growth and they want to make sure that they're providing proper feedback and helping their team members grow in the best possible way, pulling out their strengths, making sure that the team members are aligned with the company's goals, and then also looking and finding areas that might be misses where instead of getting stuck, they identify misses within a company in a very short period of time. Now, one of the questions would be, where do you start? And typically, Jenny, you would start in the area uh, the head of the human resources department would take this project on. So share with us some of the areas um, for a first-time launch process. How do you get started in the HR department and how, how do you demystify the process? Because HR is that busy department constantly. I'm sure their to-do list is longer than, than the day. Um, so where do you start with, with this entire project? So, it, interestingly, um, HR often is sort of the key driver of um, an introduction of Leapsum in, in, in a lot of companies. In addition to that, it's actually two other stakeholders as well. Often it's actually founders, owners, managing directors themselves, um, as they have or are aware how, how much of a driver of their business's success getting these things right ultimately is. Um, and sometimes sort of like the other person taking on project might actually be head of strategy or someone who really drives the business strategy forward. There's a sort of like in addition to HR, often the core people driving full company rollout. We, in addition to that, actually have sometimes like team leads or department leads that say like, I'm not satisfied with the with the setup the company's offering me. So for my part of the company, I want to get it right. I want to improve the setup, so I'd love to introduce them to my division or my part of the company. And when we start working with companies, um, what we do is um, we actually have a very active um, or very, very experienced customer success team 
that really like thoroughly wants to understand the needs um, of of the every individual customer. So where do they stand? What are the pain points? Where do they want to like deliver or sort of um, um, develop to? And then we can um, we go through this onboarding process. Um, we go through certain questionnaires to really understand their objectives and metrics. And then we support companies to really set up the platform in the best possible way to their needs. So the platform is really flexible. It's very easy to use, but it's still very flexible because we don't want companies to be um, constrained by technology or by software. We want them to be enabled by technology and software. That's why there is this flexibility because set up the needs of different customers of different companies are just slightly different. So that will be sure. the first step, like understanding the pain points and really defining the right setup that's right for them, how to use that flexibility in the best possible way. Sure, sure. Now, is there a, a ramp-up time, that, that typical? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm sure it differs from company to company, but it when when a client asks you, you know, how long will this take from start to launch time, mm-hmm. is there mm-hmm. a particular range that you've noticed with, with companies to kind of gauge a, a, a customer success ramp-up time? It's, um, it's somewhat different between different customers. So first of all, the platform is not just flexible, it's also modular. So mm-hmm. you could start just with the alignment piece or just with the people development piece or just with performance or engagement. And mm-hmm. um, we see some customers that sort of ramp up module by module over sort of like a couple of quarters, where we see other companies ramping up at each one of these modules in a couple of weeks. And um, it's, to be honest, the biggest sort of like determinant of how quickly a rollout goes is often also how how clearly the company knows exactly what uh, they want to achieve and want to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And when the stakeholders are also already very much aligned um, on what they want to do and um, what they want to tackle in which order. So we have had like also significantly sort of like size companies of like a couple of hundred or even five hundred people ramp up fully within like one or two weeks. And mm-hmm. we've had sort of customers take it very slow over like a few months to fully ramp up the platform within their business. So it's again it's like a bit dependent on um on their specific needs, maybe also the internal clarity they already have. Um, what also makes it easier is we, we integrate with existing HR systems, we integrate with communication systems, so um, when we can integrate in, into the existing tool setup, that obviously makes the storage very, very easy. And mm-hmm. the other important element um, for, for sort of the, the project owner or for HR, say the project owner, to, to um, sort of get right is obviously the communication piece, which we also support on or, or can also deliver best practices on. So how do we actually build that initial excitement? How do you build that initial buy-in we already spoke about? Um, Mm -hmm. So oftentimes what we see is very powerful is the owner of the company, the founder, the managing director, not letting letting HR stuff like do this by themselves, but actually standing in front of the company and being like, we do this. Because we believe this is like mission critical. We are aware that this ultimately will drive our business success. Um, there's data that shows that the most successful leaders are those that not just give feedback, but that also ask feedback. So we spoke about that being heard path. 
Um, mm-hmm. There's also like a being asked part, right? So the most effective leaders ask for feedback. So um, as a management board, we're aware of that. That's why we're implementing this tool because it's going to make us better as a company. So having this um, clarity also from sort of like senior management of the company in a very visual way um, at a or company meeting, at an all-hands meeting, um, upon sort of um, rolling out the platform is something that's such a strong start and such a strong element that supports HR in the operational rollout. Obviously, then there is like more granular presentations on how it can managers can do with it. There can be video trainings, even though especially millennials love to just deep dive into the platform directly. More sort of like uh, baby boomers often like to have access to the video trainings beforehand. But that's mm-hmm. basically the pieces that um, lead to a successful rollout. And ultimately then when, when companies are working with the system, obviously role modeling is very important. So if, I, if I'm the manager of a company, I'm also going to be running a 360 for myself if I expect employees or if I nudge my employees to do it. So not just talking that talk, but walking that talk is obviously something that's also like a huge driver for well, and that was my my uh, thought as you were talking, where this really invites management leadership from the top down to walk their talk because there'll be exposure. If that's not happening, there'll be exposure um, that they're not walking their talk. And um, one of the things we know from Clemmer leadership, when management walks their talk, it it amplifies the trust in the organization. Um, every company that we always work with, with Clemmer, when I ask what are some of the, the uh, I'd like to know your top three goals, what areas of improvement, one area of improvement that always shows up on the list, always, is better communication. And when we dig down a little bit deeper, what we really find is the request is, Increase trust within the culture of the organization where you can give feedback to your manager, your supervisor, or the CEO. And if they're walking their talk, that trust in the organizational culture truly exists and you're not uh, fearful of retaliation. And it just invites the best of everybody to show up. So I'm glad you were um highlighting that point uh, because it can't be stressed enough. Um, A lot of time spent at work these days, but these days we're also spending a lot of time remotely. And with COVID-19, that was just not anticipated in the way that we're doing it now. Do you see some long-lasting changes from the pandemic on companies and and how they work in the future. So what we already are seeing is the significant surge um, in demand um, as companies are now realizing they really need to be a lot more systematically listening to how their workforce is doing once people are remote. Um, So we already see the rate of companies running surveys on a more frequent basis is going up significantly. We see a lot of additional um, external demand um, of, of companies that now want to implement that. So, and mm-hmm. I think that's something once you get started on that and you see the value of having this sort of like data, 
um, and suggestions by your employees, but also quantitative data of what's well, what's not well. I think that that will lead to us um, also sort of like keep keeping sort of like keep implementing engagement in a much more thorough way throughout companies. Then I think the level of um, um, how we generate transparency around alignment, what are we trying to achieve with another um, within companies, but also having the regular check-ins is also something that we just need to do much more intentionally as we're working remote. And I also think that's not going to go away anymore. So I think having more clarity and transparency as to sort of joint objectives and where we stand on them, which now just becomes important um, to have a um, remote work force aligned. I think, again, that's also something where we experience the value and maintain that once um, we are back to um, an older new normal, <laughs> hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and in addition to, to that, um, I think it's also like, I think it's a very, it's a, I think it's a challenge for, for leaders of companies and managers of companies to navigate this current situation. But ultimately, I think we, we learn more in harder times. So I think we learn a lot about ourselves as leaders, leaders these days, which will ultimately um, hopefully bring out a lot, a lot stronger leaders, maybe more coaching, more listening leaders, as we now need to, to listen more thoroughly to, to those sort of like direct reports of us that we don't generally see anymore at a coffee machine on a daily basis. So I think hopefully that's also going to improve um, um, more, more listening and coaching um, leadership uh, through this experience. Well, yeah, I think I think um, this crisis can provide a lot of clarity for a team member, for a leader, for a company's culture. If we pause enough to look for the clarity, um, you have been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks. When we come back, I want to make sure that you know how to get to Leapsum.com for your demo and your trial and the piece they have on COVID. And I want to share or have Jenny share with us, when do companies know when the right time is to tap into a support system such as Leapsum? Stay tuned for our last segment. Leadership development isn't limited to people in the executive suites or corporate boardrooms. Employees throughout a company recognize their role in fulfilling the company's mission. Effective leadership is a quality that must be shared by employees from the top down. Clemmer & Associates Corporate Mastery Workshop focuses on key topics to equip each student's development into a highly productive and ethical leader. For more information, visit Clemmer.com. That's K-L-E-M-M-E-R.com. Kathy Fairbanks is available to speak for your event or organization. Kathy is the Director of Client Solutions for Clemmer & Associates Leadership Seminars. Kathy and her corporate team provides experiential training introductions to clients worldwide in order to support them in achieving their desired goals. Put Kathy Fairbanks to work for you. Call 800-577-5447 or send an email to Kathy at clemmer.com. The next step for growth is yours. Call 800-577-5447 or email Kathy at klemmer.com. are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks. I have guest expert, Jenny Podeveres, and Jenny is the co-founder of a company called Leapsum. And we've been really sharing about the nuance of performance management and personalized learning and feedback directly. And one of the cultural shifts, I think, globally is team members that have that one-to-one connection and trust with their managers in terms of wanting feedback and not dreading feedback. And Leapsum has developed a beautiful system in which that can be done and worked to to improve engagement rates and and actually hit the bottom line results of a company. Now, one question I have for you, Jenny, is when would a company know that it's time to knock on your door? Are there certain trigger points where they can say, oh, it's time, we're, we're either large enough or something has happened within their culture where Leapsum is the right avenue or... If you're a startup company, is Leapsum something that you want to start with? Where do you fit in the niche of small and medium business or or even large? So we actually have a fairly diverse group of customers when you think about the customer size. So we have customers that have just 15 employees and um, were maybe just started a couple of um, months ago. It's also reaching sort of like all the way up to having like five, ten thousand employees, for example, like Spotify running globally on, on Beatsum. And I think the the one thing they all have in common, these companies or our customers, is they have um, they are aware that it's mission critical to support managers to be better managers and to create the alignment, development and the engagement within their companies. And um, in terms of like when is the right size? I think something I often hear from our customers is, I wish I would have implemented this earlier. One mm. challenge I think we all face is navigating the urgent versus the important. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, as we already spoke about, like as a, as a, as a leader, um, um, also as the HR department, you're often just very busy with a lot of operational tasks. So, for HR, for example, we might have to tackle a lot of recruiting um, priorities so we don't feel like we actually have the time to implement more strategic projects. Um, and oftentimes, uh, the platform is later than implemented when the pain points get, get bigger. So either the alignment piece is falling apart, we know just that different parts of the company aren't really working and think in the most effective way. There's tension or friction between teams, so we don't actually reach our objectives because we don't actually put our resources all sort of like in an aligned way to really move these objectives or these strategic plans forward. Another element is um, what we often see um, when retention is deteriorating. So oftentimes like smaller startups or younger companies, they um, hire people. There's this honeymoon phase where everybody's super excited um, to work for a company with a great mission for maybe even a fairly low salary. But then when you're like two, three years into your like business, um, 
start, like, you see even, like, great people, often the greatest people in the beginning, leaving your company. And this is really mm-hmm. when um, you want to tackle not just recruiting, but retention, because then you actually don't want to recruit people to lose them again. So these are often the tangible pain points, lack of alignment, um, lack of retention, or nowadays, like, a crisis where I really don't know how my workforce is doing unless I ask them in a more structured way. But I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. never too early. <laughs> yeah, that that makes sense because I it's it's kind of funny because I was sitting here thinking, huh, what are the prices a company pays when not having leapsum in their repertoire? What's what you know, what are their pain points? And as you say, um, you can miss out on some of the mission critical aspects, but then I think you can overlook some diamonds that you have within your organization that would have surfaced if they have Mm -hmm. Leapsome in their repertoire. And then you bring up a really valuable point when that honeymoon phase is over how do you continue support engagement? And so I can see there's there's a lot of downside if one doesn't adopt something um, like Leapsum. Um, one question I have, what, as, as co-founder at Leapsum, what have been some of your pleasant surprises where um, you have your passion, your dream, and your mission, and you're sitting, you know, at home at night reflecting how the day went, how the week went, the month went, and you, you might say to yourself, wow, I didn't see that one coming. So share with me some of the pleasant surprises in launching this company. And I think we're a very impact or purpose-driven company. And we're also very much um, value-oriented as a company. And I think the most beautiful experience of um, having um, founded and running this company together with my co-founder, Kayatan, is actually really seeing the culture we've built internally. And um, I think everyone uh, of our employees, um, I mean, we're, we've handpicked them, um, but I think there is this beautiful, like, team flow situation because of this strong value alignment. We put a lot of emphasis on ownership, so people are really owning fairly large responsibility early on in their careers. And I think together with this very strong sort of, like, feedback and learning culture, where we ask feedback to sort of like learn and grow faster as a company, but also support everyone in their individual um, learning um, and development. It's really, really beautiful sort of culture of team flow. And I think consistent statement, um, I've heard many, many times this employees telling me they've never had such a steep learning curve in any other company they've previously worked for. And I think mm. this is sort of like really beautiful to not just sort of see this the impact we have at customers but to actually see this like every day at the office or nowadays on the zoom and sort of like hang out calls we have and how that's flourishing internal like culture and community evolves 
Well, that certainly has been my experience. I've had an, um, an opportunity to, to experience a handful of your team members. And the responsibility and the accountability of that team has been phenomenal. So let me share with you, if you want more information on how to um, do your research and your due diligence with Leapsum, you want to head over to Leapsum.com, L-E-A-P-S-O-M-E.com. And again, there is a demo if you'd like to, to experience the demo. And they are also offering a free trial to take a look at. And there's some COVID-19 support. You have been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Now, if you have noticed, Clemmer.com, K-L-E-M-M-E-R.com, we obviously have suspended, uh, actually canceled our live classes for the upcoming months. However, we are now supporting our clients with e-courses as well as online coaching courses. So head over to the Clemmer website and see what we have to support. We are obviously adept at change and we have adjusted to the crisis in a way to serve our clients as well. Until next time, we say knock them alive. Thank you for tuning into our show. You can hear the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until next week's show, be sure to take action and create your own success.